Welcome to our pod. So is there anything you wanted to talk about today? Well, you know, I, I would like to talk about something because we were having a conversation earlier about something that I think is really important because I feel like a lot of people feel that what they don't truly understand what a real estate agent does. Therefore, a lot of times they don't place a lot of value on what real estate agents do. It is such a long process building a business. You're essentially building your own business and you put in so much investment into it. And so all of those relationships that you nurture over time are part of that process. And you know, when we get somebody who is interested in working with us, that is such it, that is a really, really important relationship that we value. And whether or not you as a buyer or seller, you don't value that, you know, just know that there's been a lot that has gone into to it. There's hours and hours and hours that we work that we don't get paid for and yeah. money that we put out there that we don't get paid for. Yeah. It sounds like to me what I'm hearing is you would like the people to know how to be a good buyer or seller like how to be a good client how to be a good client so how does one be a good client just you know be thoughtful if you have reached out to us if you have said i'm interested in buying you've done a consultation with us those interactions mean a lot to us that is the way that we are paid for all of the hours that we have put into educating you or even maybe sharing a resource like a lender with you somebody that we've nurtured a long time relationship with we know that we've worked with this person this lender who is really at the top of their game and is going to give you a perfect transaction yeah it is on us to um to educate you and i own that 100 percent. so yeah yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. I think it comes down to, um, like you said, being thoughtful and communicating. A lot of communication needs to be ha had between the buyer, the seller, and the agent. And roles need to be clearly defined yeah. so that, you know, because sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And yeah. sometimes you'll move in a certain way thinking that you're being helpful and it's not helpful. And honestly, operating and moving as a customer appropriately through those transactions actually keeps the agent relationship, agent to agent relationship healthy so that it's not, it doesn't become like a car salesman type atmosphere in our business. You know, like everyone knows their role, everyone stays in their lane, and then everyone is happy. There isn't that weird cutthroat like sleaziness yeah. like a used car yeah, <laughs> like real estate should not be like yeah, that that's the thing too is that there's a lot of people who view uh real estate agents as unethical unethical in what way you know that they're greedy that they're salesy just like you said um that they're only there to push you to buy a house um even if you don't want to buy one you're they're going to pressure you they're going to um, make you make a decision that's wrong for yourself. You know, so kind of what should a customer look for when choosing an agent? 
Like I can speak for myself. You should tell me that one. I want to hear what you're looking for, what you would look for in a potential agent. Well, here's my experience. So the reason why I never wanted to buy a house or what made me hesitant to ever like making such a huge purchase was this is a really big purchase that will affect your life, yeah. you know, and I never really met an agent that felt that came across to understand the emotionality of that. It was always, you know, very just like salesy. It was like the number one question was, well, okay, well, we'll pull, we'll get your pre-approval and then we'll see what we can do. Like it was very much so to the numbers first, which I totally understand because agents are busy and you don't want to like waste time. But at the end of the day, you're a human. Yeah. <laughs> so not even having a conversation first about whether or not what, ask me why I think I'm ready. You know, like ask me, you know, at what, what makes me want to do this? What makes me think I'm ready? And you can get a lot of information from that first before like, well, let's get your pre-approval. Let me look at your credit. Let me look at this and that first. And then I'll deem whether or not you're worthy of my time to even talk to you about figuring out if we can show you any houses. I love that you just said that. What makes you feel that you're ready? Oh my gosh, that's a great question. Oh my gosh, Ashanta. I love that. Literally, I just saw like little stars flying <laughs> over your head. You're so good. But yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Like that, that's true. Like what, what you should look for in an agent is somebody who actually cares about what is good for you, what is good for your well-being financially and life-wise, because it is just like you said, that's what I feel like the number one thing is that you should look for in an agent is that does this person actually care to ensure that your goals, dreams, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve in purchasing real estate is going to be achieved. Yeah. If it's just somebody who's just there for a paycheck, I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, that's just not. Because how are you going to even trust that person? Because obviously you have, when you go to buy a home, you have your must-haves, you have your list of things that you want, your your dreams, mm -hmm. right? And But we all know that there's going to have to be a compromise there. So how do you trust your agent when they're in a way trying to make it easier for you to settle on something? How do you know that they are trustworthy and that you can trust that intuition that, okay, you can settle on this thing that number five on your list is a must have, you not having that is okay because yeah. there's a workaround with that. How do you know that that's coming from a place of genuine, it is okay, you can work around that versus yeah. please just take us you know, I want the commission on this. This is a great deal for me and I'm, I'm done with you. And it's hard to know or feel like they're giving you that support out of genuine interest in you versus genuine interest in their commission and their paycheck. Yeah, I agree. And that's why you got to, you know, yeah, work with you. I feel like what we're doing now is explaining to people who we are. So you need to do research. You know what I mean? Be choosy, <laughs> not just random. I feel like there's a story there. There's always many stories and um, we learn from all of them, positive yeah. and negative.
And that being said, I'm not here to like guilt people and be like, oh my gosh, you're a terrible person for doing that. No, I get it. Cause I was the same way. Like I didn't totally understand the agent client relationship yeah. when I bought a house. I, you know, I didn't fully understand when it's, it's, there's, how am I supposed to know until somebody tells me? Exactly. And that's how why am I supposed to know? Yeah. the, you know, and when it comes to like signing an agent contract or, you know, buy a buyer's contract, selling contract, you'll get kind of nervous and wanting to do that. Cause you're like, wait, that means I'm stuck with you. What if I don't like the job that you do or whatever? But those contracts are in place. The goal of those contracts is to outline everyone's role. Like yeah. your agent needs to be working for you and it outline, it protects everyone. It protects yeah. the seller slash buyer to make sure that the agent does their job and also protects yeah. the agent that they'll be able to reap the rewards yeah. of any investment that they put into a person. Absolutely or a property. And we are working a lot behind the scenes. There's a lot of things that go on before you buy that house, before you get to your agent. There are so many relationships that we, and knowledge and, and uh, education that we have to go through in order to make that transaction successful for you. And there's a lot of um, legal, legal responsibility yes. that legal. we take on being your representative you know we have a duty we have a, duty. a fiduciary duty yep <laughs> fiduciary <laughs> wait fid what did i say i don't know you said it almost right but <laughs> fiduciary. fiduciary is it fiduciary fiduciary what did i say fiduciary i don't know <laughs> we have a, a monetary obligation <laughs> Ethical, ethical, a code of you ethics. Think you can answer this next question succinctly. I don't know. So far, I'm zero for whatever. Two. I'm zero for two. Ah. Top five red flags when buying a house. Well, if you see cracks in the foundation, I mean. That's the thing, grain of salt, because there's so many situations. That's the, that's the thing is that you can't, you, there's no black and white answers to all of these things because there's so many. Red layers. flag doesn't mean that you're not gonna go for it. It's okay. just the red flag. Okay, cracks okay. in the stucco or on the exterior walls. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uneven doorways, doors that don't close, shut all the way. Mm -hmm. um, Another red flag is, I would say, hillside. Mm. That could be a red flag. Why? Um, we live in California. There's tons of hills. There Everybody wants to live on a hill. Well, the red flag related to hillside is potential fire danger and flooding. Mm. You know, zone, flood zone, fire zone, because right now there is a huge crisis in California because of all of the natural disasters that mm. happen and insurance is incredibly difficult to get for many types of properties and properties in different areas that are like in hillside is, you know, you need to make sure that you can actually get insurance on that property. The thing, and I hate to even say this, is homes that are historic, because I love historic homes, but 
Some of them have a lot of restrictions. Allowed to fix them, you have to get approval. You also, the maintenance on them is, if like all that beautiful wood siding is so expensive to paint. I mean, literally painting a house that has wood siding, that could cost you $30,000, $40,000. So you just think about that. And I'm not saying, is it a red flag? Depending on the person, it could not be a red flag. It could flag. be just like a yellow. Because you're like, oh yeah, no no big deal. I can afford a yellow flag. 30,000 bucks to paint my house or 20 to 40, <laughs> you know? So just think about maintenance on homes that are like that. So that, um, another red flag is the zoning, okay? Because have, have you seen that movie, Up? Of course. <laughs> the house and all of a sudden there's all these huge buildings that yeah. pop up legit that does happen i've yeah. seen that happen yeah and i'm just like okay there's this really wow. cute little bungalow in this the neighborhood that you thought you once yeah you were living in yeah you're like oh like, i could live here this is cool the price oh, is no. really great little great price on this house well that could be too good to be true right there. And then boom, all these developers come in and they start buying up all the properties around you and turning them into multi-unit buildings. And you're just like, whoa, 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 whoa. This isn't what I signed up for. You know? I feel like the red flags of real estate are literally the same as red flags in dating. Literally. What are your red flags in dating? They're the we same. Need, Cracks in the foundation. Okay. If they don't have a good foundation. Right? Done. Okay. Red done. flag out of here. Yeah. Hazard zone, fire zone, like done. <laughs> like if they're on a hillside, like what's their job like? Are they financially stable? I don't know. Done. <laughs> red flag. Right there on multi. If there's too many multifamily, do they got kids? Done. Whoa. Red flag. Whoa. <laughs> like li literally. Kids are a deal breaker for you, eh? And not necessarily. Just depends on how many. <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> multi-family units oh around too much join us next time as christine will discuss when is the best time to purchase a home and should the economy affect your decision when is the best time to buy real estate